Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap an incredible waste management open and discuss its place in the game. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Rain Duran, joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, indeed. It's happening. Coming off a great week in the PGA Tour, um, probably the uh, most exciting week in terms of just fan excitement um, and experience uh, at the Waste Management Open. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. The WM Open. Oh, why, why do I call it the Waste Management I think I believe Waste Management WM changed their name. Oh, okay. So, okay. Got um, it. Well, waste is offensive. I and, guess so. And so <laughs> you cannot use that term anymore. So they had to switch <laughs> to WM. Uh, well, as much waste ended up on the golf course, um, you can't just call that W. It's disgusting. So. <laughs> disgusting display of, um, of, of fanship. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll definitely get into that. Um, great, great tournament. The, the golf course looked great, played um, extremely uh, extremely challenging for the guys still. Um, it was cool to see how fast those greens were out there for the entire week. Um, obviously, we had a winner in Scotty Scheffler, yep. first-time winner. Um, I've obviously expected big things of him this year. I put some money down him uh, down on him to win that the, tournament. The, that, that tournament from last week and as well as a future a few weeks ago or actually a few months ago. Um, for the Masters? For the Masters. Yeah. So at the time, I think him and, and Zalatoris were the same at like plus 4,500 or something like that. Yeah. And I uh, I also expected a big year. I think I said he was going to be my, my breakthrough guy or somewhere along Definitely. Our, our category. But um, dude, very happy for him. I was, uh, that was a, that was nice that he pulled it out there in that third playoff hole. Um, yeah. And... It- that was uh, that was you know he wasn't he hit his tee shot into the bunker mm-hmm. got out of that um, yeah dude I I had a hunch I was very close to live betting him Sunday morning to win because he was right in it everyone's right. in the thick of things there um, just a matter of time and as we've said on here I I don't I don't think it's far fetched to think that he's going to I mean he's he's right up in the top five today mm-hmm. as we sit here on round one of the Genesis. Uh, but I don't think it's far-fetched to think that he, he, he's going to win a couple of tournaments, a couple of big tournaments this year. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously trending. The Ryder Cup helped him a lot last year, kind of have a a big stage to be on a big stage. But if you look at his results, he doesn't really shy away from it. He was Some, essentially just a guy who was due. Uh, watching him go toe-to-toe with Cantley um, was awesome for the, for the playoffs. But just that last, like, I don't know, Last like three or four holes, how that tournament finished. There were so many people who were in it who had a chance, but then went one stroke. You know, some, you had- some pressure chips from Scotty as well. Mm-hmm. And if his game has a fault that people like pick at, it's that he he does from time to time team to screw up some easy pitching chip shots around the green. Yeah. Um, so good to see. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was a pretty epic finish to that that round. It was fun. There was a shitload of people in it. Right. Um, within, you know, two to three shots of the lead. I want to say there was, there was, uh, there was, let's see, Xander, Cantley, Kepka. They were all in it. Obviously, the, the Gala. Um, yep. <clears throat> who played extremely well. Got completely hosed. On seventeen, he did. See, Felt did bad it? for him, but he his time is coming. He'll yeah. win plenty of tournaments. He played well the week before. Um, 
trending did. Up, yeah, trending upwards. So we saw him hit bombs. I mean, I I remember him from the Fortinet mm-hmm. because he was one of the longest drives on that ninth hole at like three fucking something that they were po- poking those out there on that Fortinet. But um, yeah, dude, he did get a little hosed. I mean, that's just unfortunately the nature of the great game of golf at times. Um, yep. That is that is golf. Right? That's how it is. I mean, the same thing you can argue happened to Spieth uh, the week prior where mm-hmm. he hit the exact shot he wanted and put it right where he wanted. Just the wind changed a little bit and he ends up in the bunker and then ends up bogeying that hole yeah. um, and, and essentially losing the tournament right there. But yeah. um dude yeah that was that was fun to watch. It was it was great. It's uh, that tournament seems to have grown and grown. It seems like they put more grandstands. It's completely in encircled now. It's, like they uh, called it the stadium the stadium hole when it was just around the green. Now it's a, a completely in it's enclosed space now. It's in there. Um it's fun. And yeah, dude there was also a huge group of players in in the in the like two the like uh Three, four shots back, like right. big names. Hideki, Louie, all those guys were right mm-hmm. there too. So it was good. It was some good golf. It was cool that it was right before the Super Bowl. It was a great lead up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, cool to see some dude that I'm sure many people saw around Instagram and stuff watching golf at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, always, so it, all in all, I think it was a great week for the PGA Tour. Yeah, definitely. It was exciting to see a full crowd again, like a completely jam-packed crowd. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm guessing. I feel like it wasn't that toned down last year. It's Arizona. No. They don't give a fuck about COVID. In Arizona, right, but so. it, it it just seemed, but wilder this year without a doubt. 100%. Maybe it's because maybe it's because you had a lot more excitement on on sixteen with with the two holes and ones. Sam Ryder, Carlos Ortiz. Those were awesome. And just everybody going absolutely nuts. Uh, the throwing of the, the the beers on on the on the course. How long? I don't I don't know how long that takes to to clean up. Not that long. But Those marshals don't have any other job. Like it was absolutely awesome. They're not. They're not. There's no gallery management there. So yeah, if you're marshaling true. there, you that's like literally the the first things they've done all week. Yeah. Very true. Um, I was watching all, all the volunteers like have to pick that shit up. Like, damn, that'd be a fun one to volunteer at. Holy shit! Yeah, fuck. Uh, I think I'm gonna sit that one out and I'll just attend. <laughs> yeah, um, and throw beers on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty epic moment. Just all the beer, the beer showers, the whole place going fucking nuts. Is late in the day for yeah. um, for Sam Riders. Ortiz was early in the morning on Sunday, but Sam Riders late in the day. Everyone's just completely sauced up, and uh, I got an absolute kick out of watching that shit. I I didn't see it live, but I obviously saw it on Instagram and and Twitter uh, later on in the evening. Yeah, the footage of that is incredible. Kudos to Sam Ryder. I think he set up uh, a bunch of Topo Chico seltzers out there for for people to indulge in on Sunday, too. He sent them down to the the entrances of the fucking stadium course. Oh, that's awesome. Um. Do you Hell know? Yeah. Do you know what it's like? Do you have you ever been to? You've never been to that tournament, have you? No. So, no. do you have any idea like how it works? Like, do you, if you're in the bleachers, do you have to stay there all day. Like, how do you go get beers and go to the bathroom? I mean, for me, it would just be a disaster. Surpees a lot. I'm, yeah, I'm hosed. Like, what, or do you? Because just, you see the videos of all these people lining up at six. I just in get the me like one of the a big old two liter that I roll in with. 
And then like, how do you keep getting beers? Because these people have like hundreds of beers. They can't be. I would imagine you need to go to a group and just designate, you know, guys to leave or something. But they don't sell like eight beers at your regular golf tournament. You right. know, like I can't just go get eight beers. Yeah, but these guys have the, them. But I, I mean, my guess is that there you can. You, can, you saw all the beers that yeah. the people had. They were all over the greens. So. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Harry Higgs, Joel Damon. Uh, that was awesome. Fucking going crazy. <laughs> and uh, that, that was the best. Damon was talking about it on Twitter previously the night before. He said if he gets X amount of retweets, we're getting Harry Higgs shirtless. It was great. Um, oh, that's fucking awesome. That's probably my favorite moment from the tournament there. Joel Damon slowly climbed up to be one of my favorite golfers on tour. Yeah, he's actually really chill and relaxed. He was actually, when, when we saw him at Pebble, too, he yeah. was cracking jokes and Dude, stuff. Dude, he was talking hella shit to Jake Owen on the tee the <laughs> time I saw him when I was right next to him. He was cracking me up, what he was saying, in a very playful manner. Um, and he's a very good player, too, right? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think, I think uh, we were talking about. Tagala, um, I, I I think Sahit Tagala, he kind of falls, he'll he'll follow that same kind of path. I think Tagala gets his first win later this year, sometime on the wraparound tour. Right on, right, and that's where a lot of guys get their first wins and then come back and and, and end up winning a, a lot more. So, yeah. um, I I that's that's my prediction for that young man. Uh, changing topics there randomly, but yeah, dude, I think it's great. That was a great tournament. It's uh, you know. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into it. What do you, of whether or not like that hole is good for golf and yeah. the debate. Uh, I don't necessarily think that it's bad for golf. I think it has a place. Um, I think that it could use a little bit more of it. To be honest with you, like for other events that aren't you know super serious or in terms of not necessarily super serious, but you know th- there's room for it to happen in another tournament. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I think most of the people that don't really like that whole uh, are just kind of this old generation of curmudgeons. um, Purists. And purists. But, I mean, listen, and I was thinking about this. When it's, like, if it's that loud, it's not that disturbing, right? Right. What's disturbing is, like, when it's peacefully and quiet, and then all of a sudden there's just some loud-ass noise or something in your swing. Right. Right? So, like... I don't think, and these guys are focused, and they can, you know, they 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 can hit a shot under pressure. Uh, right. So I don't think it's that. I don't think it really affects them that much. Um, yeah, I I I think it's great. Uh, With as much fun as it looks like they're having out there, you think that doesn't? I mean, it doesn't bother them. They look forward to it. They they dress it up like like Damon and Higgs did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you like it, if you're someone that doesn't watch golf and you're trying to like you know get into golf, or you can watch that and almost feel like you're watching any other professional sport. Right. Um, obviously, it's different, but but you know if you put on. The Genesis this weekend is going to be totally different, right? And, and so, uh, total different vibe is how, how. But that feels, you know, it's got like a college football game environment to it, which mm-hmm. is great. That's the type of shit that like I love in sports. That's why I like college hoop way more than I like pro hoop. It's yeah. just like the home court <laughs> advantage, and so uh, I think it's awesome. I, I think there's totally a place for it. 
I'm not disturbed even by throwing the beers up and stuff. No, everyone, listen. It's the way it, it's the WM open. The the company who runs it is is prepared to yeah, deal with everything. The, There's the recyclable. There's no glass. No one's throwing glass or anything. It's yep. all just a, the aluminum can beer can bottle can things. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody was throwing them at the golfers. Either. No, it's not in a malicious. It's just they're just hucking them up. Yeah. Um, it took. No time to clean up. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's a par three. It's all by the green. Um, yeah, I think golf is unique in a way that its venues kind of can have their own character, right? Like a, a a stadium is a stadium for the most part when you're talking about um, like normal pro sports. Like yeah. Basketball, football, baseball. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, – nuance to them and a little bit different but it's still a stadium you're pretty much getting the same experience golf is kind of unique that you could have a different experience at a different course because it's so different the environment is different it's you know it's either you have a, a golf course like augusta where it's super purist and everybody like has the same food as they've had for you know yeah, 75 years. years or you can have an event like this where it's you know cutting edge in terms of it's the only one of its kind um, and and everything in between. You know, we're watching Riviera here, which is a little bit more uh, classic. Absolutely. Um, but then you see like, uh, you know, the new courses that they have, um, you know, like the last 20 years that have come out. It's uh, it, it's incredible. I think it's one one of the cool things about the game. That is definitely true. That's definitely true. Um, and like you said, you don't we don't need this on every every course. Um, but I I think there can be more. So again, a little more of it, and uh, I think galleries can create that kind of you know environment and stuff too. Uh, well, if you had to pick a major, I didn't even write this one down. If you had to pick one of the majors to be more like this tournament, and only because you have to do it, because I'm asking you, not saying that they should, but which one would it be? I want it at the U.S. Open every year because it migrates, and I want these dudes to be grinding, and I want them to have to grind in front of a fucking. Uh, Play a hard ass par three and fucking watch that thing roll off into a bunker and everyone boo him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, you? See, so that's that's great. It definitely wouldn't be Augusta or no, it or, can't uh, be Augusta or the, or the Open. Even it has to be the between the PGA and the U.S. Open. I would go the PGA. Now they're, they're never going to do that, obviously, because uh, of who they are as an organization, but. It would be great because the course moves, you know, every year. It's in the United Take States. Notes, Saudi Golf League. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be I think that would be the one that you did it. Um it's not the 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 course is difficult, but not as difficult as it is during a uh a US Open. Yeah. And obviously Augusta is Augusta and you can't fuck around with the open Classic either. open courses. Yeah. So that would be my um, And you would fuck up like a Lynx style course like that too. You yeah. definitely need an American style golf course. Exactly. If you built a stadium around and you're just yeah. you're taking up two other holes that are shooting out and back probably. Yeah. So I was like trying to think about, okay, that's a major. And then like there are so many, you can pretty much There's tons of, of the other tournaments courses that you can just it. fucking do it. Make on. it a destination, right? Because I mean, I'm sure the John, I mean, I'm sure the John Deere dude, Classic is great. But yeah, like if you had people out get there. Get people into fucking Iowa. Uh, TPC yeah. 17th on TPC Sawgrass. That should be a stadium. Oh, stadium with dub, a fucking bro. moat. People yeah, will be jumping yeah. in the moat. <laughs> you can't throw. You can't throw your beverages out there. You'd be filling up the lake. 
That'd be sick, though. Uh, I'm trying to think of like maybe a, some something else. What's another kind of? I don't want to say anything from Pebble just because we just played there. Um, no, and it'd be dangerous on like one of the the nice, yeah, you know, yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah, fish yeah, is slide off in the the cliff or something. Yes. Um, what about like? I think that's what, yeah, like the the John Deere or the fucking 3M Open, some yeah, of them tournaments out like in like Michigan in the middle of America in the mm-hmm. middle of summer that no one gives a fuck about really. Um, what about the Fortnite? Fort, they, Fort, stadium course out at Silverado, that'd yeah. be sweet. I would do it on, I mean, they kind of had 18 stadiums they set did. up. Um, they did. They pretty much had grandstands on 18. They had a lot of good stands. Yeah. I expect a lot from the Fortnite this year. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah. I'm calling it now. Sahit Tagala wins the Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be working 18 doing the, the trophy ceremony over there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like a, a, a hole too, like an iconic golf hole. That was a good question that you asked. Um, and it's been hard to think of. That, that uh, I said, my, it'd be 17 at 17. That's where you got to set it up. Yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to, to recall some. Um, I think that it wouldn't be a full stadium, but if they had it on uh, on eight at Pebble, that's the first thing that came to mind on, on yeah. the, all along the left side. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be super cool because they're all looking at the ocean and the golf course. So that would be pretty sick. Um, God, it's tough because most of the iconic holes are like like over water and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could... Uh... You could probably do like a sweet one at the tour championship. Definitely. East Lake. Another that's they got the island par three. Mm-hmm. That sets up well surrounding it. Um what about uh gosh, what is it? Number six? No, number twelve at Augusta as a stadium. Would you do that? Yeah, but then you fuck up the the view back behind the green. You, yeah. you got to take out all the azaleas and that's shit. That's the only other one I can really think of as as iconic. But yeah, no, I can't really think of one. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Saudi oh. golf league, bro. Saudi golf league. No, no, I have oh. one one more thing. What if they? Okay, so if you could create an event to have that would be more like this, I was thinking. How sick would it be if they did one in Vegas? There's plenty of golf courses out there. Tons of them. Yep. Um, nice and rowdy. And they did it uh, as a partner with the LPGA, and they did teams. That so would be dope as split fuck. Split teams. I was going to say, I, I want, and so Sophia Popov tweeted this. She wants the LPGA to go there to Scottsdale and, and set up the same environment. And that would... Yeah, that would be dope. A, a joint PGA, LPGA split tourney in Vegas. Just on Saturday and Sunday, even. Yeah, we don't even have to do the full four days. Oh, fuck it, let's go out for four days. I'm just dude. saying, you start off with two days, and maybe you can extend it. But it would be pretty fun. I mean, I think a lot of people would want to see that, especially with the amount of talent the LPGA has now. I would agree. I would agree very much. See Harry Higgs meeting uh, Nelly Quarter at the pro am at the for the Genesis. No, it's pretty funny. No, I haven't he, seen he that. Got her autograph and shit. Fucking <laughs> starstruck. <laughs> um. Saudi Golf League, though, dude, there's starting to be some some leverage that these players are about to be having. With it's interesting the speculation. Yeah, um, all you're hearing now is that is is allegiance to the tour 
Yes. You're not hearing anything else. You're not hearing anybody uh, until Charlie Hoffman with his recent comments last week. He well, was, he was and Phil's off. clearly going to the Saudi conference. Oh, yeah. Phil's going to go. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's going. The Champions Tour can kiss his ass or let him uh, play. He's he's for sure going. I think Bryson's gone. I think he's 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 out there. He's going to go. He's going to go. Um it's interesting. I don't know. I guess right. They said they get, they were waiting to get twenty five guys, and now they've got their twenty five. And I believe they're announcing. I read this. I think today that they're announcing the schedule on the first day of uh, the Players' Championship. Oh shit! So next month, yeah. So like directly going at the PGA, right? Announcing the players, revealing the twenty five players, and then the schedule. Upcoming on the uh, at the start of the Players' Championship. Dear God, the guys who go to are going to make so much money, and they won't even have to win. I mean, dude, I, I've, I who cares, right? As for us, we I was thinking about this earlier. We win as fans because I'm going to watch Saudi Golf League if they if they have good enough players, if they have Phil and Bryson caliber players, I'm going to watch that all the time. And I'm still going to watch PGA. And really, I don't, you know, like, I don't fault the guys that are going, getting more money. I don't, I don't think less of them. I don't think more of the guys that are staying in the PGA. I like that they're sticking to the PGA and more historic, but like, fuck it. If you want to go get money, get paid out, out of it. And we get more entertainment. We get more golf and yeah. good, good, high quality golf. The view, everyone wins. Right. But do you think that, uh, so, I'm hearing that it's a lifetime ban, though. If you leave, if you go, leave, yeah, on the PGA Tour, whatever. I mean, if so, if I'm like, so you're saying then that so means that the major tournaments, well, I guess Augusta is different because it's a, uh, it's in, not a PGA, it's it's it's, it's not a PGA, and neither you're is, out of the U, you're out of the U.S. Open. You could probably get into the uh, British Open, and technically, no, can't the, you qual? Are you the, the royal? The royal, the, P- the royal and ancient and the USGA and PGA are like this. But couldn't you just qualify for the US Open as a as a U as a USGA qualifier? No, because well, that's true because it's not PGA. It's not PGA. Then yes, it's not PGA Tour. It's the USGA. You're right. So like Phil will just go dust a bunch of fucking old regular ass dudes yeah. in like the San Diego qualifier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, I, I don't know. Shit, it's, it all comes down to like, well, what are you playing golf for? So some of these guys, it, 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 well, dude, because my whole point is the reason why I'm saying that is because I totally agree. Then if if we still get to see them in the major tournaments, then it's all going to be better because. They're they're gonna have high, higher quality events. And then, so what becomes sticky is like, what about like, so Phil's won the Masters, I think somewhere that I read, but someone that I can see going to the Adam Scott, he's won a Masters. So aren't they lifetime exempt yeah. anyways for the Masters? Uh, so Phil can't get into the U.S. Open. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he'll be able to get in though because it's a U in but USGA. He could qualify USGA, but like a PGA, he's won right. Yep. So. Um, At the age of fifty, did you know that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Last year he yeah, did it. Last yes. year he did it. Uh, he's the. De- yeah, they'll have to have their defending champion there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I respect the dudes that are coming out and vouching for the PGA. And like I said, I don't care if you want to go to Saudi Golf League and make more money. If that's that's on that's on you. Yeah. Every, uh, everyone should have that opportunity to you know do what they want and make make stacks. 
I think you'll see some guys. I think we'll be surprised at some of the guys that come out, though. Yeah. I think you're going to see some dudes that don't, you know, that like there's guys that that are on tour that love playing golf, like in any sport, right? Mm-hmm. There's dudes that love playing their sport. Um, and then there's dudes that fucking hate their sports and it's just a paycheck. They just happen to be really, really good at it. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm very curious to see what goes on. You know they're going to set up some dope courses though. So like I said, everyone, if you're a golf fan, you win. Um, and we might get some like primetime golf or different, you know, pri- I forget what the hours are like though. Yeah. Well, that. it's not, they're not all in, they're not all like in uh, the Middle East and shit. Where else are they going to be? They do, they got like, uh, Europe, they have a couple of Europe spots. I think right. they have spots in America though too. Oh shit, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear that either. Come on, bro. Act like Saudis don't run, run the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that though. I, I was, think so. I think they have a couple okay. of venues because it's only like 15 events or something, right? It's not crazy. Um, yeah, I, I, I hmm. want to see how this goes down. This week got me excited as a golf fan. Like, again, I'm not like crazy loyal to the PGA tour for any reason. They haven't done anything for me. Um, so I don't care. Yeah. I, I res- like I said, I respect all parties here and their decisions. Definitely. It'll be interesting dude, because that's going to force the PGA to make some changes. Um, and it's going to have to happen fast or they could lose a lot of guys to the, to the Saudi tour. Um, I mean, within a year, I'm thinking, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're gonna have to say they're gonna have to take back what they're saying about the lifetime ban for these guys. Because if you're ha- if every well, tournament if they turns lose, into you know, yeah, if they lose some big names, they're going to have to. Yeah, and I would imagine that the their season, the Saudi season, would be a direct conflict to the PGA. Yeah. God damn, they're going right at him. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. I mean, there is really no off season. It's year no. round. It's year round anyway. No, but there's still the traditional season that like a golfer wants to play. You know, right? right? So like fucking. That's why the wraparound season's not quite as star packed, right? You know, and people need vacations and shit. Exactly, exactly. But uh, again, as a golf fan, I think it bodes well for us to see how this all unfolds. Well. I think we can agree that it's going to be a gamble for oh. for Saudis, and uh, that's a good segue into see what you did there. Some gambling talk. Um, it's a high risk play. High if you ri- will. It's a high risk play. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I mean, I, I got to just go. You ahead could say and- they're going all in. <laughs> we have to. We have to start with this because uh, you can't not lead with it. Um, obviously, bet last week. Scotty Scheffler um, made a mistake and bet him twice. I bet him to win, and I bet him to top 10. So I hit both of those. Uh, uh, Russell Henley was a um, non-factor in the tournament. But that was the first time I've ever bet and won on a winner, and the mistake actually paid double. So, uh, I mean, I feel bad already that that I didn't pick him for for this week. Considering he's already what in the top five. Yep, yep, yep. Again today. I mean, that's golf's a little different. That's kind of natural for in the gambling world. If well, a the chances of winning a tournament two times in a row is tough. But mm-hmm. You could top ten him or something, but like you know, you always fade fade a team after a big win. Um, 
typically a little letdown spot. So definitely. Uh, but he's playing well. He's right up in there. So who who knows? But back to back is so crazy. It's crazy that Tigers won so many tournaments together, how many, strung together. Yeah, he how, won what, like like ten or th- I don't know what what it was. It's, it was something crazy. It's uh here. Let's look it up. Hey Tiger, Jamie, Jamie, look that up. Tiger Woods uh, consecutive wins. And let's see. You went last week. I hit on Hideki um, top ten. Yes. And that was a nice little – he won a streak of six consecutive wins in 1999 and 2000. And then he did five consecutive wins in 2007 to 2008. That's incredible. That is pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. If he wasn't injured for 15 years, imagine what that would have been like. Um, I took uh, Hideki, Joel Damon, and I'm spacing on uh, someone else that I took. But – they stunk, so that didn't that that doesn't really matter. Hideki had a uh, a top ten, and then Joel Damon. I mean, you should just give him a top ten because should. he took his shirt off and was having a blast out there. It's a top ten performance. Yeah, on, top on the ten, top green. ten performance emotionally. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think him and Harry Higgs were the first group off on Sunday. Uh, but oh shit, <laughs> the boys had fun. So. Um. Yeah. So that, that's who I had. Uh, obviously, we we're we're a day late here. We did post our our picks for the Genesis on Instagram already. Uh, do you want to lead us with with your guys? Yeah. So I took Sam Burns at plus three thirty, Bubba Watson at plus four hundred, and then Mark Leishman plus five fifty. And then I also tailed one of your picks after I saw what you picked uh, last night before I went to bed. I'll let you announce that. Oh. Um. But yeah, Burns was close in it last year. Bubba has won here before. Um, I feel like you got to really putt well at Riviera and all the South African dudes. Um, although Leishman's not South African, all the but all the South Equator yeah dudes, um, they're all the same, mate. They all uh, <laughs> they all putt really well. So I, I, I they're all my guys aren't. No one's out in front, but they're all within the cut. Um, right. So it's we'll see. Make we'll see Saturday. how they do tomorrow. Um, awesome. Yeah, I went, I went Neiman, uh, as a top 10, uh, plus 550, who's currently leading the tournament. Yeah, that was the, that was the one I tailed because then I remembered, like I was telling you prior to this, Yeah, he was in, I mean, he's really playing the Saturday on, what was it? 10, I think that screwed him, which 10 yes. just fucks everyone at mm-hmm. times. Uh, he was just that one hole away from winning the tournament. Definitely, he was he was leading on on Thursday and Friday, or it was it was near the top and was playing great. And Sam Burns was right there with him too. And I had picked uh, Jocko to have a big a big year last year. I think it might have been a year a year early, but uh, I mean all signs are pointing up. I be, I bet on him in this tournament last year and and barely missed out. I, th- I think he actually might have still gotten me a top ten last year. Um. But yeah, so glad to see him up there. Yeah, he's, he looks. I put I poised. put money on on Morikawa is my my safety bet essentially, and he's up there in the top six. He's I think he's T six right now. Um, and then I went with Kepka plus three thirty three, um, top ten. He is one under. Like oh no, he, I think he's even. So he's like eight stroke, strokes back. And he's sitting there with Sam Burns. Sam he's Burns got some too. work to do tomorrow. Um. Anything else on that? Uh, no. I'm I'm looking forward to getting down on some Riviera though this weekend. 
It's yeah. uh, one of my personal favorite favorite uh, favorite tournaments to watch. Definitely. It's, it's a cool ass course. It's I super mean, the, old the, school. Look at, we got the oh, they just, they just had the cl- uh, clubhouse up there. It's yeah, classic country club. It's sweet. It's sweet. Um. All right. Well. What about some game talk? Are you playing this week? Um, I was going to try to play with my pops, but uh, I don't think we can find a tee time, which I'm fine with. So we'll probably just go hit the range. I got a little range work in. Nice. Today, I've had the past the past two two weeks um, a little range work in. So I've I've liked how I've been hitting the ball at the the range and um, some little things that I'm working on. So. It was it was good. It was a good good rain sesh. Um, I did. There was a lot of people at the Stanford driving range today, so I'm going to hit you with uh, a, a quick little power ranking of, mm. of driving range guys here. Oh, okay. Because there was a good amount, and then I figured I can add to them, and you can power rank them. So I'm going to go out of the order I have just to make this completely random. So my first driving range guy. And these can be – it goes kind of driving range guy slash dad. Okay. So I've got uh, – my first one up is past his prime living vicariously through son slash daughter. Oh. And so like I told you, there was some sort of tournament going on at Stanford um, Ladies Junior Tournament. And so, yeah, this guy was just over aggressive. I noticed it was just – not over aggressive, but just over – like his daughter's just warming up uh, and just – golf hardo and this whole mm. time so that's 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 range guy one here's range guy two uh jeans and polo <laughs> jeans and polo always tucked in you can almost certainly count on this guy walking out into the driving range <laughs> to pick up a ball that someone hit 10 feet in front of a mat um, there's that guy <laughs> there's, there's there is um there is thinks he's still got it and giving out advice to everyone guy. Okay. Uh, old guy, dad, but we all know that dude that's sitting there and just watching people and he manages, you're like, does this guy even have a stall out at the range or is he just <laughs> out here fucking roaming up and down and giving people advice? Uh, then we've got, then we've got, you got to just respect the dad that's the stick out there, right? Mm-hmm. The stick, that's self-explanatory, kills it. And then I've got um, I've got beer drinking range guy, and so these are the fellas that are out there that are getting away from from their significant others, and they're out there. You can count on them anytime, but they they don't hit the range. And I'm all for having a beer while I'm out at the range, mm-hmm. but they bring like the six pack of tall cans with them. And they're the three, Yeah, yeah. Each yeah, three packs of tall boys, and they're fucking crushing them. <laughs> Um, and probably like setting up a Bluetooth speaker or something out there oh, too. Fuck. <laughs> you just look at them so and you think give liquor. Me, give me your power rankings on those range guys okay. right there. I was writing them down when you were telling them to me, <laughs> so I want to make sure I remember them. Uh, God damn. So, okay, I'm going to start with number five. Five being the worst, The right? worst. The worst, the worst range worst. guy. All right. Um, past prime advice guy. I'm going to go, <laughs> that guy, anybody who walks around giving advice some, to, to people who are already there working on, on something where they got advice, for, for you to come in there and fuck up their range session with more <laughs> advice, it fucks with them. It'll fuck with the rest of the range session, I think. You know, people can only work yep. on one thing at a time. Uh, so that would be my, my uh, five. Um, 
let's see. I, I'm gonna go with number four. Uh over overzealous dad. Overzealous dad's yes. low on my list too. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna go with him because there's a fine line, and if you think that, you know, you're your kid needs a little bit more of, of a tough love or whatever, a little bit more intense flavor of your assistance with them in their training, you should get a coach. That way there's a barrier between you two. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, For me as a, a strength coach and dealing with youth athletes and parents, yeah, I can't stand the over overzealous parent. You need that buffer to keep the same relationship that you have, I think. I 100%. mean, I, I, was, I was coached by a parent for a little while and then I really flourished when I didn't have the parent coaching. Um, and you still love your parents. I still love your parents. <laughs> um, let's see. Three, I'm going to go... Uh, <laughs> Three, I'm gonna go polo jeans guy risking his, <laughs> risking his life for a, for one more swing. <laughs> oh, that shit cracks me up because yeah, they they'll, they're always wearing the saddle foot joys. Oh yeah, underneath. Oh yeah, That's, oh yeah, with jeans. Yeah, a tucked in polo. Yep. Um, usually a striped polo of some sort. Uh, dude, this guy today, he before he ever hit a ball, he saw a ball like out 10 feet in front of him out there and he couldn't resist going out there and fucking getting this ball. I'm like, bro, you got a whole bucket. You have it. <laughs> Why risk your life for one swing and the ball's probably cut in half or they something? They need to. They need to, bro. They're out there with the with strata clubs. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh Oh, that's good shit. Okay, the number 2 Two, he's got to be the beer drinker. Okay. Um, only because there are some cats out there that overdo it, but to a degree, I love those guys. Yeah. They're having a good time. That's what everybody should be doing. Um, have a good time trying to get better. It doesn't have to be all serious all the time. We're not pro golfers. So have a lot of respect for those those folks. And then number one. The stick. The stick dad. How do you not like the stick? Gotta dad? respect the stick dad. He's out there raising children and fucking hitting the single digit handicap. Out so. there flushing irons in front of his kids. That's what makes them want to play. And then he gets them a coach. Yep. He doesn't he doesn't try to try to coach them. No. Um yeah, fucking I, great. That's a great top five. There. I, I like it. I like it. I got uh I've got at the bottom of my list, I've got advice guy as well. Okay. We're, we're the same there. Uh, <laughs> I hate advice guy. And um just the yeah, I'm like, dude, don't you have something to do? Don't you have a stall? Advice <laughs> guy, same thing. Number four is the uh, pastor's prime dad living vicariously through the child. Yep, um, that stinks across all sports. I go number three. I go, uh, I go beer drinking range guy. Okay, um, and I don't really have any quarrel with beer drinking range guy, but I just got to put him there. Number two, I go stick. <laughs> and my my favorite range guy is uh jeans and polo tucked in dad that always you can count on will walk out and pick up a couple balls out there off the range and hit him um he's out there shanking them left and right he's uh i just love that dude you, you can oh, spot him from a mile away and they're the best <laughs> if they're uh, not in saddled foot joys he's in just like the classic you know reebok or yeah, nike nike air Marks. Marks. Yeah. yeah 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 gotcha uh 
Um, so yeah, long story around that. I went to the range. I've been working on the range. I, I'm cool with actually not playing. I want to. I, I feel like I'm finding a little groove here mm-hmm. in the driving range. I want to kind of groove that a little bit more before I go out and play. I think I'll play next weekend. Um, so, what about yourself? Um, I'm playing Presidio on on Monday. We got the day off for President's Day. So was able to get a prime tea time because that's such an obscure holiday that not everybody has uh, off. Yep, heard that. So playing with uh, uh, Dylan Smith from Dylan Smith Golf. Shout out Dylan. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. A little nervous playing that course just because it's so tough. And I always, I mean, everyone struggles there, but uh, it could get out of hand really fast. Yeah, well, lucky for you, bad for us. Californians that it's not really too damp out there at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, so it should be, yeah. I mean, just hope it's not windy, but you're getting out there before the wind. Yes. So, so um, yeah, I'm going to get out there on Saturday just to, to dial everything in. Cause I really want to see if I can uh, shoot well out there. Um, and then I'm just going to be focusing on routine has been a big focus for me lately. Um, seeing the shot and then just moving on between shots. So, those are the only three things I'm thinking. None of those are swing related, as you can see. Yep. Yep. So uh, just trying to um, give that a shot, and I'll report back next week with how that goes. Cool. Um. Yeah. Uh, should we up and down? Sweet. Let's do it. Uh, up, Scotty Scheffler, my man. Yes, sir. Let's go, dude. Dude, you're you're tearing it up. You're right there in the thick of things in the first round for the Genesis as well. Uh, my, uh, my gambling habits or my gamble, my, uh, my bets lately have been really paying off. Uh, super pumped about that. Hoping that he wins the masters as well. That's definitely an up, um, down, uh, gosh, I'm down the, the LA Rams won the fucking mm. Super Bowl. No, but nobody wanted that. Like literally nobody, not even Rams fans wanted that. Um, I watched the parade they had today. It was it was it's pretty big, fucking weak. It was the biggest joke. They had you could you could just walk along with the buses or whatever it was. You just walk along with them because there's nobody out there who gives a shit yeah. about the LA Rams. LA fans fucking stink. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, and what do you got? Uh, so up, I'll I'll say I had two really good practice sessions the last two weeks on Thursdays. I took my time. I've had a big gap in my work schedule for a couple hours, so. I've used that time wisely to just go out there, no yeah. rush, chilling, kind of getting into a routine. So I feel good in doing that. Um, I'm excited. I want to, I'm, I'm anxious to go play, but I also I, I do want to get out and hit, maybe hit the range one more time and kind of groove this thing. So yeah. um, it's, it feels good to get back out and uh, get a little bit of grinding in. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm less grinding. Right. You know, um, and just out there kind of relaxing. I've dialed into a routine. So that's great. That's an up. Um, this was a down for you. I don't give a shit about the Rams, really. But uh, up is um, my – he's still my favorite current football player and will be till he retires. Is My dude, Von Miller, congrats on another Super Bowl championship. He looked like the Von Miller of old out yeah, there. Yeah, he had a great game. Um, he played great. I am I think he's coming back to Denver next year. Um which is awesome. I, I, uh, I would love for that to happen. Fucking BMAC or kicker, a bunch of Broncos players were out there watching the game and with them after the Super Bowl. Uh, so shout out to him. That was great. You know, turns out 
he didn't he, this dude he he never lost it but if you're a pass rusher and Teddy Bridgewater drew Locke your quarterback and you're always down 21 points you can't rush the passer that much so yeah. he, he isn't washed up he's really good um and then downs uh <laughs> downs <laughs> i i'm going to say um hmm downs downs to the uh the and I don't want to. I feel like I'm on here harping on the old golf generation too much, but down to these these pills, and it's not even all old golfers. I saw some like younger writers too, like, oh, how does this make the game better from mm-hmm. the, like when Sam Ryder hit his uh, hole in one? Yeah. Um, down to, like, dude, that's sports. That's like a it's like a cool sports moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, don't be such a pill. Accept some change. At the end of the day, it shows that golfers are kind of more human and just regular ass dudes that like to have fun they're not it it, to me you know golf has the air of like the country club and pompous vibe and that shows that it's not that too right it's it's actually like fucking just cool it's a fun you know why the nfl and in basketball and baseball is so popular is because other everybody can go play that without i can go pick up a basketball and go shoot hoops at the court and look at the environments they've set up around that you know it's it's supposed to be like people go to games yeah to watch the game but most of it spectacle yeah it's the the environments feeling like you're you know you're in it with a bunch of bunch of your friends and stuff like that yeah 100 percent. so so, um there's gotta be a fine line here that everybody can agree upon if you ain't down with that we got two words for you (laughs) (laughs) uh awesome um well right on i mean obviously we're a day late here uh we usually have I've already posted our, our podcast by now, but can't wait to to see how the the Genesis goes. It's already looking the course looks in fantastic Dude, shape. They great. got looks they got great. great weather down there um, so far. We got a, a, a jam packed field. We're seeing Tiger out there. There's there's big cat sightings, which was something we didn't even touch. We didn't on. even touch on. Uh, it's nothing we don't know. Right, right. He's not playing the Masters. Um, I think, as we said a few, one of our last podcasts at the end of the year, we both think the the British Open yeah. is is the goal. Um, so it's at St Andrews. That's his. That's the, that's everybody. Every anybody who's a is a legend in the game wants that course. It's another four months from now. He's got to try to get in shape. So um, yeah, I, I mean, he I don't can barely think- walk. Still, walking is still a struggle for him. He was saying so. Um. It'll be it'll it'll be a miracle if that even happens. <laughs> I'm chuckling about the dude that asked him about his leg getting oh, yeah. it and then froze and then <laughs> oh, All right, God. we're good. We're, we're good. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious though. <laughs> Imagine just getting stared stared down by Big Cat. Fucking <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll recap the Genesis, recap some Presidio, and if you get around in, let me know. We'll, we'll touch on that, and we'll come up with something, something interesting next week as well, everyone. Until next time. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Parse Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us, and if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to unpack the Genesis Invitational, recap a round at Presidio with Dylan Smith Golf, and much, much more. Lastly, 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit them straight.